Good morning, fashion friends, and welcome to Fashion Friday. I've got a great show for you today. I am on location. I'm down in New York City, in Lower Manhattan today, and I'm actually in the middle of several meetings about, you guessed it, holiday. <laughs> holiday 2019 and 2020, um, basically looking at lookbooks and um, what's coming in for the holiday season. I know you're thinking it's July, but this is when um, retailers and designers are sort of showing the pieces to um, stylists and influencers and buyers um, because we've kind of got to prep for what's going to be in the store so we know what to dress our, for me personally, what to dress my clients in and what's kind of coming down the pipeline. Uh, but don't worry, I'm not going to talk about holiday just yet. Um, I actually uh, was compiling a list for you today of lots of questions. You guys have had lots of questions that you wrote into the website. Thank you so much, by the way. I always appreciate your questions and comments and continued support. Um, and that is to my website, by the way, which is stylebytina.com. And uh, I was sort of compiling a list, and as I was reading through the questions, a lot of the questions were very similar. So instead of reading each question that sounds a bit redundant, um, I decided to sort of compile a do's and don'ts list for you. And we've sort of covered everything about summer in the last two months, two to three months. Um, and I know you're probably not quite ready to hear about fall, even though I'm, I'm, I'm slowly uh, talking about it each show. I decided to do a do's and don'ts in general. So this could apply to any season. And uh, I've got some specific things for ladies and men. Stay tuned a little bit later in the show. I'm going to also have some do's and don'ts for you as well, for your wardrobe. So let's get into it. All right. So fashion do's and don'ts for, let's call it summer, fall, since we're rolling into the, so, but this is really for any time of year. First of all, ladies, do lighter leather and brighter colors. So in the past, we've talked about this, um, leather being really the mindset of a winter fabric and a fabric that you only wear maybe on holidays or you only wear when it's super cold. Not the case anymore. We have been, we've been seeing this um, for several seasons now, lighter leather. So in fact, they call it, I like the tongue twister, warm weather leather. Say that five times quickly. Um, and there's also warm weather suede, where it's just a lighter weight. And um, somehow, I don't know how it's done, the, the hide or whatever it's made from. There's also synthetic materials that look similar if you are um, uh, vegan or um, not. you do not wear animal skins. Um, you can certainly get something synthetic and it is really truly lighter now is it something you'd wear on a day that's 96 degrees no obviously not the extremes are not when you would wear leather or suede but for most days i'll give you an example fourth of july weekend i was at the beach and uh you know in the evening we went out i had on a short mini skirt sort of a flared skirt and it was leather, and it was lightweight leather, and someone, and I was not hot at all, I promise you, and I paired it with a t-shirt and a pair of sneakers, and it was a great casual look, and people couldn't believe that I was wearing leather, and I said, well, it's not heavy, and it's also not skin tight, it was a little flared skirt, so do lighter leather, and then we've got the option of color. 
I love that we have so much color now in both leather and suede. Um, I'm loving that current trend of coral and lavender is really pretty. Lavender suede is beautiful, by the way. Um, so again, it doesn't have to be pants. It could be a blazer. It could be a skirt. Um, it could be something like just a light jacket. Okay, second do. Do add bodysuits to your wardrobe. This is something, again, not new. Bodysuits have sort of resurfaced. Remember, they were big in the 70s. They have gotten much, much, much better. <laughs> I know this as a dancer my whole life. I've always danced for fun my whole life. So I used to wear the bodysuits for dance class, and they were always itchy to me, especially the long sleeve ones. Um, much better, better fabrics, smoother, softer cotton, um, different cuts, meaning there's a thong style so you don't have to worry about panty lines. There's a, a more of a boy short style in case you opposite, you don't want the thong style. There's a regular cut bodysuit. And then the necklines are all different. Everything from long sleeve to high neck to sleeveless to spaghetti straps to low V. Um, my favorite are some from Alice and Olivia and Aritzia. So two, two different price points, by the way, um, but two really good brands. Oh, and also Free People. Let me not forget, Free People. So Free People, Aritzia, and Alice and Olivia, my favorite places to buy bodysuits, ladies. Different colors. Um, I love the ones from Alice and Olivia have um, different fabrics up top often. So it's like a silky cami at the top, and then the bot from the waist down, it's cotton. So it really works when you're wearing it. It looks like you've got a satin or silky cami on, but it's a bodysuit. The big plus of a bodysuit, it stays in place. I love that. There's no tucking or pulling or bunching. Um, it's on and that's it. It's like, you know, it's one piece. So um, it also just gives you that really clean, slim line, which I'm always a fan of. There's no bulk added. Um, so keep that in mind. So say yes, try bodysuits to your wardrobe. Again, long sleeves for winter, sleeveless for summer, um, even sleeveless for winter with a sweater over it. You know, you can obviously layer. So for me, that's the winner. Okay, let's get to a don't. Don't try super baggy cuts. Now, baggy clothing, it's back. We know this because the 80s, this whole 80s, 90s revival were really baggy jeans and baggy sweatpants. So I think this is a you have to be careful sort of trend. Um, I think that oversize is on trend, but don't just buy something big. I'm going to say this and I say this all the time. My, one of my favorite words to use in the fashion world is scale, S-C-A-L-E. Scale is everything. So um, if, you, if you're going to do something baggy, don't buy a size bigger. It's just going to look like you're wearing something big. Here's a tip, depending on what it is. So if it's a sweatshirt, for example, I often will shop in the boys' department or the men's department. It, or if it's a sweater, I wanted last winter, I was looking for an oversized sweater. And when I found what I wanted in the women's department, it was just huge because it was like three sizes too big, really. And I said, well, this just looks three sizes too big. I went into the men's department found a different sweater, but same idea, it was sort of striped sweater, and I bought a men's small. Perfect, perfect fit, because it's cut for a man, so it's, it's bigger, but it's not huge. Um, so keep that in mind, and another tip, when you're doing something oversized, if it's on the top, you must, must, must keep the bottom fitted. If it's some baggy pants, you must, must, must keep the top fitted. So just so it works out. Otherwise, you're just going to look like you've been dumpster diving. So um, 
baggy on top, fitted on the bottom, or vice versa. And that's how you can do the oversized uh, baggy trend. Uh, number four on my list is do try the 90s trend, which we've been talking about. Um, don't, you know, don't look too costumey. So if you're going to try something that looks sort of 90s, pick a piece, maybe two, that's it. Um, I would do something, whether, even if you just want to do a little velvet choker around your neck, I, could, I would do that. Um, if you want to do neon, which isn't really 90s, that was more 80s, um, you could do that. But I would pick one or two things and, um, you know, crop top, mom jeans, the dad sneakers. You could do one or two of these, not too much. You will look like you're in a costume and it will, or it'll just look like you, you know, we're in a time machine. So I think the best is to sort of pick one thing and then just layer it into really simple pieces and it, you kind of give it that modern twist that it needs. Um, think neon, a, a tank top, or a bag rather than leg warmers. So that, that's an, a good example. If you're going to do the neon trend, think sort of, you know, a little tank top, maybe accessories, maybe something in her hair, maybe it's a skinny belt and not the leg warmers of, of the uh, 80s. So pick one thing. As I always say this, it tends to get too costuming. Uh, next on my list, a do, is do accessorize for all seasons. I think sometimes different seasons people think, well, I don't want to do jewelry. I only do jewelry in the holiday. I hear this a lot, actually. I hear this a lot. Um, different. Listen, I've got all different accessories for all different types of year. Um, of course, I've got more scarves for the winter cooler months. Um, I have, I have scarf, lightweight scarves for the summer as well. But, um, you know, and then jewelry on its own. My gosh, I've got different jewelry I would wear to the beach, different jewelry I would wear to a holiday party, different jewelry I would wear for, you know, every day. So think about that, um, accessorizing, accessorizing. There's lots of ways to polish or pull together an, old, an outfit of the day. Um, jewelry, hats, scarves, bags, makeup. Make it fun with texture and prints. This is, this is my favorite way to do it. And I think that one of the easier ways to sort of accessorize is add something with texture or prints. And now your outfit is suddenly has another layer. It makes it visually interesting, sort of add depth to your look. Um, I, I tell people this who wear uniforms every day. This is a great way. And trust me, coming from a girl that had to wear a uniform to school <laughs> growing up, we always found ways to try to push the envelope and make it our own. You know, whether it was nail polish, which we weren't supposed to be wearing, or a lip gloss, which we weren't supposed to be wearing, or a hair tie, um, you know, we usually tried to do something just to make it our own and add a little bit of interest to our outfit. Don't be afraid to try something new. Try things at home for an evening. This is a great tip. I love to tell all of my clients this, that really are used to wearing sort of one look um, and kind of their, their wardrobe really has one dimension. So you want to try something. Okay, you see it in a magazine, you see it on TV, you see a friend or a strange, maybe even a stranger wearing it. Say, I really like it. Think about it. What is it that you like? Is it the color? Is it the silhouette? Is it the way the girl has it all put together? Is it something in a store? Because here's the other thing. Often this is what the tricky part is about magazines and stores and even fashion influencers. The object that you like, you probably like because you like the look. 
So you like everything that's going with it, but you don't even realize it. That's the magic of retail and merchandising and stylists and uh, you know fashionistas. We're putting together things and you may say, oh, I love that skirt. But really what you don't realize is you love the whole look. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't probably wouldn't even notice anything. Uh, so keep that in mind when trying something new. Now, that doesn't mean you have to try, copy that whole entire look. It just means pay attention to it and look and see what people are, what that person is wearing. What, what is it about the outfit that you like? Then when you go to try it, I would try it. I would keep it simple and I would try it for an evening. So maybe you're just at home. Maybe you're just going to run to the store. Maybe it's a casual night out. You're kind of testing something out. Um, try it. This is what I do with shoes. Um, most of the time, I, I, you know, I know what I can wear. Sometimes I'll get a shoe that's an interesting cut. Maybe it's a little bit higher or maybe it's a little bit different. I'm not quite sure if I, if I like them. So I, I will wear them. I'll wear them in the house, of course, on carpeting, or I'll put tape on the bottom in case I need to return them, and I'll wear them and really see if I like them. Are they, shoe, are they shoes that are, you know, I, I call it stand and pose shoes. You know, shoes you can't walk in, basically. You can stand and you can pose, <laughs> and that's about it. Or it's a shoe that maybe it needs a little stretching, or maybe you just need to get used to it, and then you're gonna love it. So keep that in mind. Wear it for an evening. You can even try this with makeup, with lipstick, with a hairstyle, with anything. Put it on, wear it around. I try this with perfume. When I'm trying a new scent, I'll spray it on my body and I'll wear it for the evening. Like once I'm home for the day and, you know, I'll wear, I may even wear it to bed. And in the morning, if I hate it, it's getting washed off. Or if I love it, I know I love it. Um, so just a couple of ideas of, of how to sort of navigate through something new. And I certainly encourage everyone to always try something new. You must, must, must try at least one to, or two new trends or new pieces, let's call it, a season doesn't have to be a trend it could just be something maybe you never wore a pencil skirt so you know what this holiday season you should try a pencil skirt <laughs> you'll love it they're really really great and they look fantastic on everyone really slimming really feminine gives a great silhouette it's just an example but it's great a great rule of thumb to follow I am in Manhattan today so I am sitting down taking a moment to kind of recap some do's and don'ts that I was thinking about that I wanted to share with you, the listeners. And uh, this started from some questions that uh, you have written in. So I thank you for that. Um, there's, and I turned the questions into sort of do's and don'ts um, since a lot of the questions were similar. And I thought I usually talk specific trends, um, but I wanted to talk a little bit more general. So, you know, do's and don'ts for the upcoming season, any of these uh, general rules can really be applied to to um, men and women and of all seasons. So I've got some specifics for you guys. So, all right, listen up. Do's and don'ts, men. I think, um, men, you have it a little bit easier. <laughs> you um, don't have as many, I don't, I don't like to call it rules because really fashion should be fun and, you know, it's really a uh, creative process and it's really an individual type of thing. So, but, but there's guidelines that I think we could all sort of adhere to that just kind of makes you feel better, look better and feel better. So, so since there are less options, I think there are probably less guidelines for men, I'm thinking. Um, all right, guys, here we go. So do always keep your dress shirt tucked in with shirt stays. So this is, I know this sounds probably like obvious, but can I tell you 
how many times, you know, I'm here in the city, I work in the city quite often, um, I'm on the train commuting back and forth, I see men all the time of all ages, probably of all different backgrounds and all different pay scales. So it's it certainly doesn't mean it's a younger or older it's everybody. I mean, I see men, you know, on Wall Street. I see uh, men, guys, younger guys, older guys, um, upper Upper East Side. It doesn't matter. Keep your sh- shirt tucked in. If it doesn't stay tucked in, use shirt stays. <laughs> Very easy. <laughs> All right. When shopping, do buy core pieces to build your wardrobe. So again, this maybe seems obvious, but maybe not. Maybe you get distracted when you go into a store. I know this for a fact, guys, you tend to buy what's on the display or what's on the mannequin. So it's very easy to sort of get caught up in that. Um, That's where a personal shopper or stylist like myself or a really good salesperson will help you. Um, If you're shopping at a specific store, it's the salesperson. That's what you want or a personal shopper. Um, And you want that individual personal experience. You want that attention. That person knows the store, the ins and outs, and uh, all of the above. They know the inventory. They know what is usually in other stores or can find out for you. That's where it pays to have a personal shopper or um, a salesperson that knows what they're doing. So build your wardrobe with core pieces. So dress shirts, blue, white, and I'm going to throw this in, denim. I know denim isn't classified usually as a dress shirt, but I'm throwing it in there. So you should have a fantastic white dress shirt. Several of them, by the way, you should have at least three. Uh, blue, that light blue, maybe some are checked, maybe some are solid blue, maybe some just have a texture and then a denim shirt. And again, if you have more of a casual lifestyle, so maybe your job isn't office nine to five and you don't have to wear dress shirts, then denim shirts, you should have more of those than you do dress shirts. And I mean, everything from chambray to light denim wash to a dark denim, you should have several if that's your, um, you know, your career is sort of more casual and, and, uh, or an artistic um, place of, of work. Um, that's to start. So that's building your wardrobe. Uh, here's another do. Know the measurements of your best fitting shirt. So you know what you are looking for. So your best fitting shirt. Know the measurements, the neck measurement, the sleeve length. Know it all. Um, again, this refers back to dress shirts. So yes, if you say, well, I don't wear dress shirts often, that's fine. But you should always have at least a few on hand for those special occasions. Everyone has a wedding or bat mitzvah or christening or holiday event or something you've got to go to or you really should be in a dress shirt. So, you know, minimum three, I'm going to say minimum, very minimum. And that means like you're a a surfer (laughs) and you never, ever, ever wear a dress shirt, but you're, you're going to have to eventually. So um, know you know the measurements of your best fitting shirt, and that will that will sort of help you when you're going into a store or even if you're ordering something online. Uh, number four, my do is I like this one. So this is own a shoe shine box. Do you own a shoe shine box? Um, yes, I know it's it's great and probably a lot of fun to sit up on those high chairs and and get a shoe shine. I see it in the train station a lot. I see it at. Uh, the, the, uh, the leather spa where I get my shoes fixed. Um, but not everywhere has this. So you should have one on your own. Every 
man should have a shoe shine box. It really just makes your outfit look pulled together when your shoes are shined. And when they're, even if it's just a suede shoe, have a little suede brush. Kind of brushes it off and brushes any scuffs off if dirt gets on there. Hopefully you've sprayed them beforehand. Something that um, just should always be in your closet, a closet staple, I think. Um, also, by the way, ladies, a good gift. This is a great gift for a guy. You know, and it needs to be complete with shoe polish, a brush, um, a polish rag, and, and anything else that you could think of that could go in there. Um, I mentioned a suede brush. I know I have a really soft suede brush for my shoes that helps when they get a little scuffed and sort of brushes it right out. Uh, I have another do. Do use magnetic collar stays. Okay, guys, if your collars aren't starched and they, and they don't stay down, you need a collar stay. There's nothing worse than, I can't take a guy serious if he's in a suit and the collar's like flopping around or it doesn't stay or it's not pressed. I mean, this is basics, but you know, they have something called collar stays that work in there and keeps, keeps your collar stiff and stay down. By the way, I'm gonna mention this brand called Workin' Stiffs. I love this brand. They've got really fun collar stays. Workin, W-U-R-K-I-N, stiffs, S-T-I-F-F-S. Um, and I went on there, I went online to buy my husband collar stays. I went up in his closet, I realized he doesn't really need any. He has a few already, and then the other shirts he has, really the collars are pretty stiff, so they don't flop. But what I found, in addition to, I found these great toiletry bags for men. I love them so much. I actually wanted to buy one for myself. I did not, but um, they've got these great, and there's three different sizes, great bags. They're rubber, so the inside, the outside is rubber, basically kind of, sort of waterproof. So if something should spill, it's easy to clean up. Um, this uh, smell, it won't kind of smell up your whole bag if something uh, spills inside of your suitcase. Great for travel. Great just to have in the house to sort of keep everything all together. Um, so, and they come in all different colorways. They're, they have a zipper and, uh, yeah, all different colors. I think there were three different sizes. So again, another great gift is, uh, these little matching toiletry bags. So that's workinstiffs.com. W-U-R-K-I-N. S-T-I-F-F-S, um, magnetic collars or toiletry bag. <laughs> All right, next on my list for guys, this I say for ladies too, but guys, have a go-to outfit with interchangeable pieces. So what does that mean? Okay, your go-to outfit for, and you can fill in the blank with whatever the event is, whether it's casual or dressy. So you should have two versions, a casual version, a dressy version. So let's take, for example, Date night. We'll use that. This is pretty easy. So date night, super cash. All right. My go-to outfit is dark denim jeans, a pair of uh, sneakers, Converse, and a uh, graphic tee and a leather jacket. Okay. That's your casual version. Then, okay, it's date night and we're going to a beautiful restaurant, dressy restaurant, white tablecloths. So dark denim jeans may still work. Switched out with a boot. Maybe it's a dressy button-down shirt, a blue shirt, and a blazer. 
So you see what I mean? Maybe you're adding in a beautiful timepiece or um, a little something. Maybe it's a tie even. So that's your go-to outfit. And you really can just interchange the shoe or the pants or the or the top. You're interchanging the pieces. But a go-to outfit is something that you feel super comfortable in. You feel very confident. There's no thinking about, oh, I know what I'm wearing. It's this and this. And two versions of it, a casual and a dressy. And last but not least have a dress boot do have a dress boot that elevates your outfit so guys you should always have yes you've got your dress shoe yes you've got your sneaker what about that dress boot so a boot that really takes the outfit up a notch it's not it's maybe it's time you don't want to wear it's not formal enough to wear a dress shoe but it's not casual enough to wear a sneaker so a boot will take care of that. It really will elevate any outfit. And also a boot, depending on you know how dressy or how casual, you can wear it with jeans and a t-shirt. Or you can wear it with that dress shirt and blazer. So something to think about um, investing in. And I would say you've, you need at least two pair. I would say you need a leather and a suede pair. And probably one black, one brown, or maybe one of each. Um, and again, depending on, you know, casual would be like a lug sole, like a Timberland type of boot. Dressy would be more of something from Kenneth Cole or um, John Barbados or some, something where it's a little bit more, it looks like a dress shoe, but it's a boot. Um, and I would really have one of each and again, two different colors. So um, nonetheless, that really can also work back to your go-to outfit. So that can be part of the dressy side or the casual side. So um, dress boot elevates your outfit, and I think it really will help you sort of look pulled together and in an easy way. There's no thinking involved. You've, you know what you have. Just swap out the pieces um, and sort of it's almost like you make a formula for yourself. Um, I try and teach this to my, my clients all the time, little formulas that will work with you. Yes, of course, ladies, you have more option. Yes, of course, you want to change it up every now and then. But on a day-to-day basis or a time when you're in a pinch, hey, I don't have time to think of something different. I need something a surefire way. I need to get in, change, get out of the house, or I need to get up and get going. Um, So that's where you need to have these little formulas set for a dressy day, a casual day, and um, it's no fail. So like I'm saying, both ladies and men have that sort of plan in your head of uh, your go-to outfits. And uh, ladies, same thing with a handbag. You should always have that sort of crossbody ready or the tote bag or the evening clutch, you know, on hand. And that can sort of go with almost anything. Um, I always tell people, I think of this every time I'm packing for a trip, I share this story. I like to have one of each. So I will always have a tote. That's usually my carry. I carry doubles as my carry on or my, yeah, it's my carry on. Um, my personal item rather, not my carry on, not the suitcase. Um, and then in the tote, I'll have my crossbody bag. So I'll put that in the tote <laughs> and uh, that's what I'm taking on the plane. And then somewhere in my suitcase probably is a little clutch. So right there are my three different handbags, three very different looks. Maybe the handbag is beaded. The clutch or and the or, or leather, the crossbody is suede, and the toe is straw. Three very different things, three different very different functions. But I've got three handbags now. That's what you. That's what having sort of a fail-proof uh, plan for accessories is. And and guys, sort of the same with you with whatever it is. If you've got a crossbody bag, or it's shoes, or it's jackets, you kind of have to have options of something dressy and something casual at all times. 
So having said that, hopefully that helps you. And uh, thank you everyone to writing in for your questions. I appreciate it. Please continue to write in. It is stylebytina.com is the website. And please, if you're not following me on social media, both Facebook and Instagram, it's uh, Wardrobe Envy. Um, Instagram is Wardrobe underscore Envy, E-N-V-Y. And um, hopefully you can follow along at all my adventures. And I try to post as much uh, outfit inspirations as I can. Um, And that'll do it. So hopefully um, I will see you in the near future with lots more fashion tips. Thanks for joining me. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. Oh, oh, oh.